cabinet reshuffle necessitated something like 73 days ago. That was the day of the election of the ANC's top six. Cyril Ramaphosa re-elected as ANC president. Fakili Mbolula, the transport minister, elected as secretary general of the party. He cannot hold two positions at the same time. He cannot be a paid member, paid employee of the uh, ANC, but at the same time also a paid employee of the state. That's one reason why a cabinet reshuffle was necessitated immediately. Also, 21 days ago, State of the Nation address, President announced the creation of a uh, electricity ministry. A minister of electricity will be appointed. It's been a quarter, been three months. But yesterday, the president's spokesperson let down just a little bit of steam out of the pressure cooker, saying that an announcement is imminent. It will happen in a number of days. We also don't have a deputy president in this country. David Mabuza resigning as MP. The Constitution says that uh, the deputy president should be selected from the um, MPs represented in the National Assembly. Of course, um, Paul Mashatele more than likely uh, to be replacing David Mabuza. But for the time being, there is no deputy president in this country. There is no minister of electricity. We have a minister of transport who has his dual role as being a member of the executive and receiving a salary from the ANC. Dr. Ibrahim Harvey, independent political analyst. Um, the presidency says that these things shouldn't be rushed, that these things take time, and that a new look cabinet will be apparent in a number of days. In in your thoughts, why the delay from the president, Ibrahim? Hey, man, thanks, uh, Esther. No, you know, uh, News 24, where my columnist speculated, uh, it, they call it a political paralysis, that it appears Ramaphosa is in. And there are many uh, indications of that. You've spoken to a number of things. I think uh, probably... And then not, it's not only the, the, the need to announce a new cabinet, a cabinet reshuffle and what changes that may, may lead to, but it's also an indication of various things that is simultaneously converging. Mm. I mean, he also is a dithering politician, you know. He, is, he was late in signing the electoral amendment bill also. You know, and uh, uh, the, these delays, I mean, you've indicated now and... Uh, you know, everybody is wondering what the, the recomposition uh, of the cabinet would look like. Mm. But I think this whole thing, besides this dithering political style of management, is that we've, the ANC is faced with such a deep and protracted uh, crisis on various fronts that I think the uh, News 24 captured it correctly, really. Ramaphosa appears to be caught in a political paralysis. And, you know, unfortunately, his, his presidential uh, spokesperson, this mm. Vincent Agbenia, never does him any uh, good service. I mean, yesterday, if you look at how he fielded the questions about, about the Palapala scandal, uh, the Constitutional Court uh, decision on it, he attributes it and, and, and reduces it to a procedural matter. And it's not. It's not. It was a slap in the face for Ramaphosa because basically what the Concord decision said was that they were not convinced that he had a case. Mm. 
I think that he wants to say they didn't comment on substantive matters of Magwenya. Uh, but indeed, I think the, the Concord, it's a big, uh, you know, loss in a sense to Ramaphosa mm. that this is the, the, the decision of the Concord. And uh, as I predicted, you know, um, when he or others might have thought towards the end of last year and after they, you know, prevented a discussion and debate of the parliamentary panel report in, in, in December or late last year that it was finished. No, mm. this is going to dog Ramaphosa, I can tell you, for the remainder of the days in his office. And I really think you must remember also the law enforcement agencies uh, have not have not come to the party. In fact, there's been delays. If you look at SARS and the Reserve Bank's reports on what their investigations have, uh, have found, you know, about Palapala, and I think it's quite deliberate. But, uh, you know, I mean, uh, you've called me regarding the, the, the recomposition of the... You must remember, I think part of his paralysis is he, he doesn't know what to do, mm. who to leave out to. Uh, obviously, the former Minister of uh, Transport, uh, Dikilimabula has to come in, you know, uh, he has to uh, uh, abandon that post and, uh, mm. because he's now uh, General Secretary of the ANC. And he's been, but he's also, been paid by both states. an election looming next year. Mm. Does he remove uh, Lindiwe Sisulu, Nkota Zaira Gamini Zuma, who didn't favor him for re-election last year? So there are a whole lot of strategic issues which might account for his delay. Because that composition of the cabinet, you know, uh, he might not want to shake the boat too much because of uh, the impact mm. it might have on on, on uh, elections next mm. year. Uh, Ibrahim, how much impact did that Andre Dereta interview have? When when he said there are two cabinet ministers that may be implicated in cartels within ESCOM, if those two MP ministers, we don't know. The identities of, are, are, are then you know find himself in 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 a in in a new cabinet, and in a couple of weeks' time, um, it then surfaces. Well, actually, Minister A has been investigated for some time, or there is substantive evidence against Minister B. Is Cyril Ramaphosa making a political decision on who to include or not based on that interview by Andre Dereta? Yeah, and there's no doubt. In fact, you know, in, in many respects, you know, it depends how you weigh up things and the analysis you 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 know you make. But I think actually the electricity crisis is bigger than the political crisis and his indecision and withering dithering around the the, the the announcement of the cabinet reshuffle. You know, there is no doubt that uh, you know this was a bombshell. I mean, uh, it's also uh, just really, uh, it's so distasteful how Ramaphosa, uh, uh, Pravin Gordon, all of them, they let this guy hang out to dry when even Barry Matash attacked him ridiculously about, uh, you know, treason, etc. And then even, uh, which is why he resigned, you know, nobody came to his defense. But he, you can see, I mean, I think he probably did it because he thought he has nothing to lose. And he's also probably a bit embittered. The new board even never supported him. You could see the way things were going, you know, it seems it was a, a concerted move to frustrate him to the point where, 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 where the writer would yeah. resign. And indeed he resigned, but less because of accumulated frustrations and more the fact that how scandalous it was, besides him up, uh, 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 
Gary Mantashev attack on him that nobody came mm. to his defense. Nothing was said. And, you know, he resigned thereafter. But who the Minister of Electricity will be, this is a short-term thing, remember, mm. and they've explained it, that it's not uh, just to deal with this uh, explosive crisis in the, you know, load shedding that we're having, that that mm. position will be created. It won't last long. But who it will be, I don't think is as important, really, mm. as the fact that we are sitting with this worst ever mm. load shedding crisis that seems interminable. You know, the ANC and, and, and with all the attempts to look at what, what News 24 especially has disclosed. It seems in inverse proportion to the attempts to stem corruption. Uh, 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 what has happened is this very destructive uh, 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 thing that's been going on. The sabotage, you know, has not received sufficient attention. And it in, uh, the writer indicates one of the things that's been going on. You can see there are various players at work here who wanted the writer out because he was beginning to stem the tide of corruption. And they were feeding from that trough. And so to get him out of the way, you know, it was their purpose. And you can see various forces. And they the same people who are behind the, 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 the uh, many, many. I, in fact, think Andres did play down. Mm. I think he played down because he didn't want the population, the public to be too concerned. He played down the extent of the uh, the sabotage that was happening Let, all over. Let, in, let's in, talk in, in about Econ. let's talk about the impact of this political status stasis, this political paralysis. What what is the what is the impact on our long term democratic project in the space of being neither here nor there, whether it be the composition of a national executive or whether it is on having an answer to our electricity crisis? No, really, I must tell you, and that's why, you know, I, the more this hap- all these things are happening, the more I com- I'm convinced that the ANC is not only going to lose next year, but probably end up with between 40 to 45%. Never before in post-apartheid South Africa, must you remember that as the ruling party simultaneously faced so many converging multiple crises on every conceivable front. Crisis of your own making. As is the case now. And I can tell you, it's, it spells a very negative message for our constitutional democracy, which has actually been threatened, you know, in so many ways by what the ANC itself has done, you know. And don't even talk now about how the, 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 the so-called minorities have been alienated. You'll see it in the results next year. The worst, worst, I believe, of voting uh, 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 sentiment in, in favor of the ANC, you will see the very obverse. It will worsen next year in next year's uh, election results. And I don't think the so-called minorities really have been ever mm. as alienated from the ANC as uh, they are at the moment. And if you think it's only in minorities, go and look at Facebook and Twitter and social media. It's saturated mm. with negativity towards the ANC as the ruling party, especially because of the widespread negative mm. impacts of the load-shedding crisis. It's Dr. Abraham Harvey, the independent political analyst. I like your thoughts. This political stasis, a political paralysis, where do you see it leaving South Africa? What is the impact on our long-term democratic project? What is the impact? Just on the last quarter, the last three months, 73 days since, a- since the ANC re-elected Cyril Ramaphosa. How has it affected you, your life, your business, your livelihood? 21